Well, Justin, you know, you just talked about uh, my man bringing peaches to the football team, you know, and everything. Those good Georgia peaches and everything. You know, everyone knows Georgia is the peach state. So, uh, you know, let, let's hear from the guy himself that bring in, that brought those peaches. They don't want to hear about me talk about it. They want to hear about the, the the man himself, the myth behind and the legend behind the Georgia peaches. Wesley, what's going on? Uh, I'm not just known for anime and peaches, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that was that was just something we talked about recently in the room. Uh, you know, went and saw the new Spider-Man movie a couple weeks ago. Loved it so much, went and saw it twice. So, um, yeah, definitely enjoy Spider-Man. Definitely enjoy a uh, wide variety of anime and definitely enjoy football. Well, Wes, you from Warner Robins, and uh, you know, if people don't know that Warner Robins, Georgia, like you guys, y'all print football players. You know, you, you know, it's 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 one of those places where, you know, I played in AAU tournaments, and any team we played from Warner Robins, y'all just look like grown men. And I'm just like, what's in the water at Warner Robins that you guys just come out like stacked and just you know, you tough guys, man. Like, and uh, and I can see that approach that you have at Auburn. You know, last year was like your biggest year. And you got a chance to play a lot your freshman year. Uh, just talk about so far, like, you know, being from Warner Robins, transitioning to Auburn, and how it's changed your mentality even to this day, uh, with you still doing the things that you do, like pulling back into your teammates. Uh, on the first note, uh, Middle Georgia just has a lot of talent, um, and it's spread all across the board. So, you know, you're going to find players just about every week for every team. Uh, which is the benefit about playing in Georgia? You're gonna you're gonna run into people. You're gonna run into dudes. Um, and on the on the part of transitioning that to, to Auburn, um, it's for me it wasn't that much of a big transition. It was like, well, you're gonna it's better teams, but you're still gonna encounter guys here and there, right? But all that matters is what team plays the best on any particular day. So, um, and obviously, like you know, my me getting here was. It was a, it was a game changer, obviously, because it's just a style of, of play, and that changed. Um, my first year was very uh, very rough for me. It was a lot of lot of lot of sanding out, a lot of grindstone, literal grindstone, as in you just being pressed down and just being grinded out. All the all the rough parts, all the rough edges. Um, very grateful for that first year, though. Yeah, Wesley, with August camp about to get about to get rolling. Um, what are you looking forward to in terms of, of, of competition? What position are you working? We talked to Austin a little bit um, about – he said he was kind of working at the mic. Where, where are you working, Mike, Will? Um, and what do you think that competition will be like among those linebackers? You got you and Cam coming back. You got a couple of new guys coming in, Larry Nixon. Robert Woodyard's a guy that, that I think will step up and help you guys with depth and things like that. But how do you see that room coming together under, under Ron Roberts, and what do you sort of see your role – in uh, in this in this new look defense, uh, I've talked about it with uh, Coach Aldridge already a little bit. Um, we're kind of anticipating me playing both of them a little bit throughout the uh, a little bit throughout the fall, um, pre, you know, preseason wise, and just uh, just trying to find out which combinations work best. Um, when it comes to competition, um, yeah, it's important to compete, but it's more important to make sure guys are knowing what to do. So making sure guys learn what to do beforehand and like while you're doing it because sometimes sometimes you just got to get up in there and then realize you gotta you gotta get this you gotta get that so um you know and it's gonna have everyone's gonna have those moments uh all throughout camp where it's like you know you do know a call under pressure you kind of forget some things on a call right or you normally know a call 
but tiredness gotcha, you kind of miss out on the call. Um, so I think it's going to be throughout most positions at camp. Uh, it, but in terms of our room, I, I think we'll be just fine. Uh, I don't, I don't really know what to expect from uh, Coach Aldridge and how he wants to rotate guys. Um, I just know that I'm supposed to do what I'm supposed to do, and if I don't do a great job at it, then they'll just put the next guy in. Um, that's just kind of how it works on the, at the next level. So um, I kind of try to hold that approach. It's like, well, I, all I can do is do the, what the best I can do in the moment um, and try to be as consistent as possible and consistently you know, execute the call correctly. Um, and I, I, just, I, I wish all the guys – you know, do that to the best of your ability since we need every single player. It's, you know, anything can happen in a moment. So, um, you know, I I want all the guys to have a lot of success and a lot of growth in, uh, during this camp. Um, and I, and I think we'll be just fine though. Um, again, I, I I have no problem. I I mean, it's better for Auburn if there are nine linebackers, you know, who all know what to do. It's like, that's not a problem. (laughs) That's not a problem at all. So it's, um, and obviously everyone's going to want playing time. So that's when you just have to make sure your, your edge is a little bit sharper. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Justin. No, no, no. I was just agreeing. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. And the thing about too, the first couple of games of the season, let's just be honest. Mostly everybody's going to get an opportunity to play because, you know, it's hot. So you got to keep guys fresh and, you know, you don't get a preseason games like in the NFL, you get three, three games to build up to, you know, you guys start off with UMass, you know, game one and it's, it's rocking and rolling. And over these next couple of weeks, you know, you guys will be competing for positions and, and everything like that. But I think those first couple of games, you know, certain guys are going to show up and show out. And those certain guys that show up and show out, you know, kind of builds that time for themselves throughout the season where the coach can depend on you. Because it's hard to learn a lot about a player until you're put into a situation. And I think, uh, you know, as you having an experience, you've seen a lot from these last two years and everything. You've probably been put in every situation you can think of uh, from a linebacker position, and you also play special teams, which boasts well for you because you know you can do. You're more valuable because you can do a lot of things to help this program. But talk about as you guys get ready to head into fall camp next week, the mindset of this football team, you know, uh, under Coach Freeze, how is it different than the last two years, just from a mindset standpoint? I, I think the biggest thing that Coach Freeze is trying to emphasize right here is uh, don't don't be dumb. Like, just don't mm-hmm. be dumb. Like, don't do things to hurt the team. Don't do things to hurt yourself and make sure that we're carrying ourselves the way we need to carry ourselves. I think that's kind of been the biggest message. Um, and I think that message has kind of been it's, – it's been, it's, been, it's been present through the other staffs as well. Um, I just think that – and obviously each coach had their own, own emphasis on something. So this emphasis is like don't – or don't put yourself in a position to hurt yourself because if you hurt yourself, you're going to get yourself removed uh, if it's, if it's serious. So um, I, I think that, I think that helps guys. Oh, and uh, the team aspect of it, you know, we're, we're still one team, right? So we can't be out here beating each other up or doing dumb, doing dumb stuff. Um, I think that's been a big emphasis. That's been a little different from the last two stabs. Um, just keeping guys in a position, um, that we can practice well, practice efficiently, and practice hard. Yeah, what are some um, – what, what do you think of Josh Aldridge so far? I mean, he's a guy that's uh, that came over from Liberty. He's been a defensive line coach. He's been a linebacker coach. He's been a defensive coordinator um, at Liberty. And, in fact, when he was at Liberty, he instilled some of the things that Baylor was doing 
with Ron Roberts actually in Liberty's defense last year. So I think he's pretty, pretty familiar with what the defense needs to do and specifically what the linebackers need to do. But what do you think about him as a coach so far and just what he expects from you guys? I think he's a good coach. I just got done meeting with him earlier and we were going over some film. Um, and I, I was kind of asking, you know, how did he, how did he think we, you know, we all did as a group? And he said, you know, we all did, we all did pretty good. Um, he said, he, he did say the takeaway was that he's going to, he's going to go back and make sure he clarifies things that he can do better as a coach. So I think that does a good job showing that, you know, he, he, he does reflect on his job and that he's trying to make sure he coaches his players the best of, of his ability. Um, and making sure that we fit in line with the defense. Because a lot of times what he says is kind of what Roberts will tell you. Um, if you ask Coach Roberts a question about it, they'll, they'll speak the same language. So they're definitely on the same page when it comes to language. Um, obviously, the explanation might be a little different because it's, it's a different person, but um, they all speak the same lingo. They all speak the same language. So you're not going to go wrong with what you're told. It's just sometimes, it's just, you know, if you ask someone else, you're going to get it. You're going to hear it a different way. But, right. um, I think I think he's a good coach. I think he he does reflect on what he's supposed to do, um, and I think he I think he has a good plan ahead. So I, I trust him. Yeah, and the one thing too for you, Wesley, is like you look at yourself on film now. Uh, you know, you're one of the veteran guys, so you have to adjust to two things. Like one, you're adjusting to a new defense this year, which is still a base of 34, but every coach has their own new way of teaching it, and uh, and different blitzes and, and everything like that. One is, what do you think the next step is for you as a player to be where you want to be at when you look back at 2000, I mean, 2023 season, you want to be, you want to be proud of? Oh, I think the next step is just pulling the trigger. Um, me and me and Owen would actually talk a lot about this behind closed doors. Um, since, you know, me and him kind of have like some, me and him have a lot of similarities that we both kind of in, you know share. So um, that was one thing that me and him talked about. Um, and now it's kind of one thing I told him, you know, going when he was going into camp, the Cardinals is like, you know, make just make sure you pull your trigger. Right, just don't just go play ball. Everybody else will take care of itself. Right, just go play ball. So, um, and uh, at the end of spring, we we sat there and pulled up films like, hey, here's here's you not thinking pulling triggers. Here's you thinking pulling triggers. There's a big difference. Like right? you're way more fun to watch when you're just when you're just out there moving about, right? Not having to think so much. So um, that's definitely the next step is just pulling triggers and just just taking shots that's a that's an interesting way to put it um i think people will understand that for sure um what are your expectations for this defense as a whole an aggressive it looks like an aggressive kind of um style from from coach roberts uh an experienced secondary some some mixture of experience and newcomers at both the defensive front and in the linebacker position but what, what are your expecting expectations of this group as a whole, and what do you what do you guys you know what what do you think you guys can accomplish? Because um, the offense, look, I mean, the offense is I think a work in progress. Quarterback battle, receiver battle, a lot of stuff's got to be figured out there. I think the defense could be a unit that that uh, holds the holds the line a little bit, certainly earlier in the season. But what are kind of your expectations? Uh, stop the run. Yeah, first, that's the first thing I expect out of the defense is stop the run. I think we have plenty of guys to do it. I think we have enough beef up front. I think we have enough experience in the back end. I think we have enough experience in the second back end um, to stop the run. So that's that's first and foremost. You make a team one dimensional, it makes things way much way easier, way simpler. I don't see why that's I don't see why that's not the first expectation is to stop the run first. First and foremost, we got too much beef up front. Um, second, uh, be a smart defense. You know, got a lot of got a lot of pieces and parts. So it's like, and 
everything's simple if you look at it long enough. You know, you even quantum mechanics can be more simple the more you look at it. If, <laughs> if you know if that makes any sense, but um, yeah, I expect the defense that's going to stop the run. I expect a smart defense um, and a defense that's probably going to be very difficult to, to play against, especially when they're on point. Uh, you know, obviously. Uh, this this league is a is a copycat league. So uh, first thing of business each each and every week is you know what did we not do well at because there's going to be teams that are going to exploit what we didn't do well at. Uh, prime example, uh, I think last year was uh, Ole Miss. I think they started run, running crack toss or something into the boundary. Um, Georgia picked up on it and we did not adjust well enough to you know stop it from hurting us a lot. So um, just again kind of that experience part. It's copycat league. If we don't stop what we what what was the opponents go to what they found in our of chink in the armor. If we don't if we don't patch those up, it's going to be a long season. So uh, again, smart defense. I expect us to be able to make those adjustments. And um, I've heard a lot about coach Coach Freeze's ability at just at halftime is one of the is one of the best in the country. So um, I don't see why that's a I don't see why that why that would be a problem this year. But I do expect the defense to stop the run and to be hard to play against. Yeah, I I think the same thing, man. You guys have depth behind you. Uh, like I said, you're going to have some big guys in front of you with Justin Rogers and Mosaic Kite and, and Lawrence Johnson, and, you know, the list continues. But then that secondary is going to be strong this, this year as well. Well, you think about, you know, Westy, y'all are less than a week away now from starting camp. You know, you, you get a chance to finally put the helmet on, put the cleats on, and this time it's not for spring practice. It's not for a spring game. This time it's for the real deal. But you're going to look across and you're going to look up and when you're in that stretch line, you're going to realize that half of your football team are new players. And so how do you feel about the excitement about heading into camp next week? But then also, what has y'all, what have you done and what have your teammates done so far right now to kind of, you know, welcome in those new guys and kind of start building that brotherhood bond that it's going to take to win games come Saturday this season? I think I think every Auburn team that I've been a part of, and you you might be able to answer this as well, Jason. That like uh, a lot of the new guys, there's almost no animosity toward new guys whatsoever, and you kind of welcome in the new guys, and they they can get comfortable very quickly, and they start to realize like okay, like I can trust my teammates with stuff. Um, I think that's probably one of the first things that that happens at Auburn when you get here, is that you don't feel you don't feel odd man out, you don't feel like you're an odd man out. Um, I think that helps the, the new guys a lot. And then when it comes to their own new guys and transfers, um, same treatment. You know, you're not you're not stranger. You're one of us. You know, don't feel any different about that. Um, and then I think for a lot of the new guys, it gives them confidence when their teammates pour into them and their coaches pour into them. So they feel more confident since, you know, it can, it can be different being at a different place. Um, but just having support of your teammates, which a lot of young guys do get, and they have an older guy to come over and, you know, be a shoulder for them and just tell them certain things like, you know, we've been there, we've done that. Um, and just kind of eat, kind of ease the load off uh, what, how they're feeling. Um, I think that happens for a lot of the new guys. And I have, I've definitely seen that firsthand um, and definitely done it firsthand because you know, I've seen new guys just kind of learning how to adapt to the, the new change, new system that they're, they're going through. Uh, I'm, again, I'm sure as you could probably you could probably rec- uh, be familiar with Jason just coming in Auburn. It's like, man, like we got to practice like this. This is my expectation. Um, this is the expectation of my work, you know. And when I'm not doing something, older guy comes up on me, 
then that's that's when now that goes for everyone. How am I how how am I going to respond to that? Right. A lot of the young guys super eager to get some information, super eager to know what happened or what they could do better at. So uh, it makes it easy when when someone comes in or like they they want to know how to get better and not um, cause problems. On like I just I just want to know how to fix it. Um, and I think we're all be good if we take that approach. <sighs> Since that's that's the that's how you win football games. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who busts the play. It's just like, hey, can we can we fix it and correct it and then be done with it and make sure they don't do anything like that ever again. Uh, and, and I guess on the, on the offensive side, this guy's this guy is their weakness. Let's go after it. Let's start scoring some points. So, um, and then hopefully they they start you know fighting amongst each other and falling apart. We love when that happens to everyone else, but we don't want to do it to ourselves. So, um, I, th- I think I think you know everyone being treated very very well, very fairly coming in and having confidence, you know, put on them or given toward them is uh, very reassuring to them. Hey, Wes, I, I want to ask one more question. And I'll let Jason do the uh, – put you on the hot seat. Um, when, when you see, um, you know, an all-time record in season tickets sold, which is what just happened going into this year, um, you see NIL, Auburn's NIL collective on to victory, you know, growing, um, and you see that excitement even after – um, some some struggling last two years, I, I think, is fair to say on the on the field in terms of results. Um, do you see the same kind of vibe and the same kind of um, optimism within the locker room with the team? Like, do you feel do you feel that same that same sort of momentum growing with with what you guys did in spring summer workouts now going into August? Um, do you feel some of that coming from the outside? Like, man. The fans are right there with us. There's a lot of optimism. Do you feel the same thing inside? And do you think what do you think that'll translate to um, when you all hit the field against UMass and, and then Cal in that second game and so on? It's exciting to know that fans have our back. And in terms of the locker room, there's a lot of righteous anger. Um, and I say righteous anger because obviously you're going to look at what people think about you. You're going to look at what people say about you. And that gets us really fired up. Um, We gotta go out there and play week by week. That's that's yeah. how that's how I'll phrase it. So you yeah, see it, I, you see it going on, and, and you just you just you just plug it in the back of your head. Is that what you're doing? Like, okay, noted. Yeah. But it's fun. It's uh, it's always funny. No one wants to give Auburn any any look of chance, but everything has to go through Auburn. So it's that's true. That's that's how it is. It's just the everything. The West runs out of Auburn, and. The SEC runs SEC. Well, the national championships run out of the SEC. That's, I don't know how else to say that. So you win, yeah. you win, the, you win the SEC. You got, you're looking pretty good. And and you know, uh, there there's some things I won't say on camera, but uh, <laughs> everything runs through Auburn. So you know, we're just some righteous anger. So that's out. a great that's a great mindset to have because as a competitor, you should feel like Auburn and back is against the wall because everyone is picking. And I, I looked at some stuff myself where they had Auburn to finish the 11th in the SEC. And I was just like, they got to be crazy. You know, I, I said, uh, there's no way. I said, I got y'all in the opportunity to win the West this year because you have to win the West first before you can even take care of uh, being in a playoff hunt and all those different things. And I think – you know, getting the two big dogs at home with Georgia and Bama, I think, is huge uh, on that schedule. Uh, and like you said, so everything does have to come through Auburn in order for decisions to get made at the end of the year. So I think you guys are, are sitting really good. You know, 
Auburn really does well in years past where you kind of ride under the radar uh, compared to getting a lot of, you know, talk in the beginning of the season. So I think it, it, especially with all the new guys, I think a lot of people just don't know what to expect because there's so many new faces and, and new places and they don't know how fast or it's going to come together. I think it's the reason that they're kind of like, okay, what do we, how do we think about this team? Which is a good thing for you guys, where you guys can just lock in together and just focus on ball and not have to worry about reading the newspaper clippings in the beginning of the season. You go out and you create newspaper clippings. How you do that is you start the season off and just win in one game at a time and focus. And uh, I think when you get to the middle of the season, you look up and you be like, now everyone is talking about Auburn. That's that's the mindset is you create you create news clippings and everything. You don't want the ones before the season. So, uh, Wes, I, I think your guys going gonna to do something special this year. I think you guys just honed in together and, and keep working together and uh, believing in each other. But before we let you out of here, man, I got to put you on a hot seat a little bit. I know y'all had 6 a.m. run this morning. I know you tired. I know you ready to get that afternoon nap. You probably already got it in already. Uh, I'm I am not one of those people. I, I have to <laughs> I I'd have to do a lot of extra around here. So, yeah, so you're not one of people to do six a.m. workout and then go to sleep. I, I get a nap in, but there's still plenty of work to do in the day. There's plenty of daylight out here. There you go. There you go. Spoken like a true vet, there, Justin. Uh, yeah. You know, talk about a uh, quick quick five question, really quick. So, so Wesley, you know, you came to Auburn. You know, you've been here now. And now you head into your your senior season. I believe it's your senior season, right? Should be, yeah. Because uh, I, you know, I, I, mean, I, I can, I can come back the next year. I can That's come what back I thought. next year. You come back COVID, so. year, yeah. So you, ha- it's that COVID thing. So I'm still trying to figure out, you know, who's a senior and who can come back for another year. So you're one of those type of guys. So really, you know, you can have an outstanding year, you can leave, or you can still have a good year, you can decide to come back. So you're in a good place to be. But talk about what's your mindset now, you know, as far as like being in Auburn and loving Auburn. You've been one of the guys that's been through it all. What is it that you look forward to this season for yourself and for your team as far as, like, when game one hits? Like, what is it that you can't wait to, to come out and through that tunnel and, and see? I want to be funny here. The season's, oh, really? season's, yeah. way, the season's so much easier than offseason. It's so much easier. So yeah. it's just like once we get there, it's like – Finally, right? Because you, you're gonna have to strain game to game. You know, that's 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 no that's not a question, but you know, the the sharpness of what you have to do starts to get fine tuned. And again, I, I think I was talking to Cam about it yes, yeah, the other day. I said like, offenses really only carry like 20 main plays in for a game, and they keep yeah. all their back pocket stuff in their back pocket. So I said, you know, you start getting a beat on what they want to do, we're rolling, right? Yeah. Um, or you just, just you know, I guess your opponent in general is like, once you start to understand what they want to do or like what they're, you know, again, the tendencies of what they want to do, it's like, this is great, right? Offense coach is the same. I know this, this defense, they want to start doing this when they we start pressing this way. This is great. We're going to get them now. So I'm excited to see. Um, I'm really excited to see how quickly we can catch on to opponents, just, just opponent wise, not so much get them like we got you. It's just like in the game, within a game, just. Back and forth again. Like if you're playing Madden, your friends, you start to know what play to expect. You see that formation, you know what they're going to do, um, or you know if someone's hot in the game, you know who they're probably going to go to. So the, the game within the game part, I'm kind of excited to see how we uh, how we approach um, 
all the all the all the in between since that's what really matters all the in between stuff and um and i just i just lost it just left my head um yeah, I guess that, yeah, the adversity part. That's what I'm excited to watch because I think we've done a good job training this offseason on handling adversity and responses yeah. to adversity. So um, I, I think the team's greatly improved in that regard. So when adversity does come, I'm excited to see how the, how the team handles it. That's probably the first first answer I'd give you there. Um, but excitement and stuff, you know, it's, it's going to be that way. Um, uh, but again, I, I would like to. I'm excited to see guys celebrate, you know, including myself. You know, I'm not a guy that celebrates very often or talks a whole lot um, on the field since it's, you know, we're just playing ball. Um, and I, I really only get excited when I feel like I did a, I made a, a play. Like I, I, my body was moving in a way that just makes me happy as a player. Um, so I'm excited for that. And I'm also excited to, for fans to be proud of us. To, well, we want to win. I'm not losing is not acceptable. Um, but I, I'm, I've heard many times of uh, fans being happy about uh, or just being excited to say, you know, they can, they can tell how, how much you care by the way you play. So I'm hoping that we all can convey that message of we care about this place by the way we play. That's what I'm also excited to um, hear more about. And I think as well, the next quick question is uh, Demarcus Riddick, you know, five-star linebacker, flipped from Georgia to Auburn yesterday. I saw you guys celebrating in the uh, in the room. How has Coach Freeze made you guys feel a part of the recruiting process when you see guys now flipping from, from Georgia and Bama and now deciding deciding to want to come play for Auburn? We had a team meeting about it. We had a whole meeting about, you know, it's recruiting is active and it's like all of us together. And I can recall uh, a good couple of times where we're, we're sitting here talking about recruits in the, in the group chat. We're like, man, we'll, we'll get, let's try to get this guy. Let's try to get this guy. What can we do to help get this guy? So um, I, I think – yeah, I guess the secret sauce, making sure your players get involved in the recruiting is just as important as the school going, the school doing its job on recruiting as well. Um, since again, like when you get here, you're going to be around the players you're around all the time. So, you know, let's keep it, let's keep it a butt. Recruiting is recruiting, but you know, when you get there, that's what, that's kind of what really sells you since you're not being recruited anymore. You're not going to get all those nice free dinners. Um, at least the nice fancy dinners. So, you know, <laughs> it, it matters who you're around. So, the fact that these players feel comfortable being around us at this new facility with this team, with this coaching staff at this university. Um, it's, it's very, it's very pleasing to see that guys are like, man, I want to, I want to go play for Auburn. I want to go to Auburn um, for whatever multitude of reasons they might have. They're still choosing Auburn. And that's probably going to be one of the best decisions of their life. Good. That's good. Talk about uh, NIL. How's NIL help you? Gives guys opportunities. It gives guys opportunities. Now, I, I think I was a, uh, I was at a, I was, a, I, was a, I was at an event. Um, I'm not SUNY Lee, right? I'm not <laughs> SUNY Lee. So you know, you you learn how to work smarter around NIL opportunities. And um, I remember before I even got to high school, uh, before I got to college, I'm sorry, uh, high school coach is like, look, you need to go take as many opportunities at as many networking events as you possibly can, and then and then NIL opens up, right? So yeah. now there's more opportunities, right? So there's going to be people reaching out to you. You're reaching out to people. How do you market yourself? How do you make yourself more available for people? Um, and uh, thankfully, one of the events that Auburn U hosted was a career tour. We were in Atlanta. Um, I think we went to we saw the we went to the Braves. We went to the Falcons, uh, the Atlanta Football Club, uh, Brass Brassfield and Gory. Um, 
So in, uh, the common denom- denominator for and uh, Truist and Chick-fil-A as well. Uh, the common denominator for a lot of those businesses was that, you know, it matters how you service people and mm-hmm. the work you do. Um, if you if you can take care of people, then your business will be successful if you run it correctly. Please, you're taking care of people the right way. And people don't forget how you made them feel. So um, when you're providing these services, again, in terms of NIL, when you're offering yourself or offering a service to somebody or something or some cause, you know, how you make them feel, how you treat them and the intent of what you're doing for them, um, that, that matters. So I think NIL is a, is, is opportunities for a lot of players. Um, and, and it, and it does take care of a lot of, a lot of personal stuff. Uh, I think Messiah, um, like NIL helps take care of his daughter. Right. So people are impacting other people in a real way because of NIL. Um, and again, some opportunities that young men and women might not ever have had, um, they now have these opportunities. So, you know, it's, it's great that we're enhancing young people's future for their families since, you know, the world's already dark enough as it is. Um, so just for more people, more young men and women to have, better better chances but more opportunities to to build something successful um i'd be i'd be happy and willing to do that if i knew what what i was doing was giving these kids opportunities and just helping their lives be better since um i'm very i'm you know uh i'm one of those people uh, i'd statistically i probably shouldn't even be alive or be here but uh god willing got me here and then there, now there's more more things for me that i can explore and make the most since i i came uh you know, I didn't have a father growing up. I lost my close, my, the, my parents, my guardians who raised me, my grandmother, my grandfather, and my mother. I've, I've lost them. Uh, lost my grandmother and my mother with, you know, within the past two years. My grandfather died a couple of years ago, and then my father was just never around. So for me, it's just like, you know, well, I guess you could use me as an example. Like, I'm a young man who's benefiting from everyone's generosity, everyone's kindness. And then I have to be smarter myself to go find opportunities that I want to pursue or people I want to interact with. I have to be smarter. So not only am I being blessed, but I'm also having to work for something I wanted, something I want to do. And, and Auburn's built off that, you know, work hard work. So you treat people with respect, with dignity, respect what they believe, don't encroach on them and make sure you give the human touch for them. So um, again, I think NIL is a, is a is a big old can of opportunity for young men and women to grow, develop, and mature. Since um, a lot of us don't have business maturity, so you know this is first first intro into business maturity and learning what works and what doesn't work. Uh, just like there's a whole bunch of things you learn as you grow. Like this is what I do, this is what I won't do, and it, it comes from experience rather than someone telling you. So that that experience um, does a lot more for for your growth. So um, NIL's opportunity, I'm very grateful for it. And I have to work smarter uh, as well as hard. Well, man, I tell you what, you've already like, you know, won a lot of people, you know, just with your story of all the things you have to overcome. You talk about adversity early on, you know, how you can't wait to see how your team respond to adversity. But, you know, all they got to do is just look at you. You know, you you overcome a lot of adversity in your life and you're still standing tall and you're still moving forward. So, uh, you know, tremendous credit to yourself, man, uh, of hanging in there and not getting down when life came at you really hard and uh, and everything. So continue to do what you do. Uh, before we let you get out of here, just a uh, real quick favorite restaurant in Auburn. Uh, 
that's a hard one though. I like a lot of food. Uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I enjoy food. Maybe, maybe another question. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll get back to that before I leave. <laughs> All right, then. Last one. Uh, that's a good problem to have. Then Auburn got a lot of, a lot of, a lot of food options. So, last one. Favorite thing you're looking forward to this year? Like uh, Justin said, sold out crowds. You know, ticket sales is just gone. Beating Georgia and Alabama. Period. Beating Georgia and Alabama. That's period. it. Period. We, uh, you got to beat everybody, but. Once you knock those two out, uh, I think everyone knows what's going on. So oh. that's that's what I'm looking forward to the most this year, by far. Beating those, beating those two. Um, I'm not looking forward to the the California flight back uh, <laughs> long and being back at six a.m. But you know the win will make it that much better. So um, I'm yeah. looking forward to winning. Just first and foremost, I'm looking forward to winning. Um, you know that's what I came here to do. I came here to Auburn because I knew Auburn has has always had a chance to win a national championship with the right guys, the right mantra. I've never had a problem with believing that. Even though I didn't know exactly where Auburn was when I was young and growing up, um, thought, I thought it was across the country or somewhere else. But uh, I'm looking forward to winning more than anything. All right. Good deal. Well, appreciate you, Wesley, for coming on, man. Like I say, you're a stand-up guy. Don't worry about the restaurants. You know, that's too many for you. You won't put no pressure on you. just go eat it all of them uh, and everything. But – Hey, man, continue to do what you do, man. Continue to be a leader on this football team. Continue to lead by example. Uh, like I said, uh, you're one of the guys that are that these other guys look up to. You know, if I was sending off a younger player uh, to college, you know, I would want someone like you to grab him by the wings and uh, and, and tutor him because, you know, you've, you've seen a lot, you've been through a lot, and, and, and there's so much he can learn from you. So, man, we wish you guys the best, man. Keep your help. Hope you stay healthy. Uh, camp starts next Thursday. Best of luck to you guys. And uh, we're talking to you during the season. So, War Eagle. War Eagle, both of you gentlemen, have a good rest of your evening. Don't get too hot. Thank you all for having me. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> See you, Wesley. All right, Justin. Uh, another great episode, Auburn family. You got a chance to hear from three really good guys uh, this today. Uh, all three on the defensive side. Uh, all three uh, – Two of them playing linebacker and, and one playing, you know, that jack linebacker position, Jalen, which is also, you know, be considered as a rush in if you if you don't know a lot about the 34 defense. But, you know, what a great show. Uh, three solid guys, man, that gives you a reason to have hope for this season uh, for 2023 for Auburn. Uh, Justin, before we get out of here, any last words you want to say um, about the podcast, uh, what you heard today? I mean, three quality guys. Um, three quality players. Enjoyed talking to them. Um, I think uh, Austin Keys talking about playing in the middle was interesting. I wasn't sure after the spring kind of where he'd be slotted in. We weren't sure. Um, and so hearing him say he's Mike and he's going to be the quarterback of the defense sounded pretty confident. Um, and that, so that that was intriguing. I think makes a lot of sense. He's a really physical player. Mm -hmm. So I like the idea of him being um, solely at the mic. Um, and then with Wesley Steiner talking about sort of playing both positions, you got Cam Riley at weak side. So I think it'll be interesting between those three guys, kind of how it plays out and who the starters might be. It could be Keys and could be Keys and uh, and Cam Riley, and maybe maybe Steiner's that third guy that can that can do either one, whatever's needed, something like that. But um, I'm interested to see what Keys looks like on the football field. Really physical player, 
didn't have a ton of experience at Ole Miss. So I think he's, he could be coming into his own. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I just think, um, I think it's going to be interesting to see how August camp goes. I think the competition factor, the more I hear these guys talk, I think the competition factor going into August is going to be the separating separating factor from let's say last year, because I mean, you, you've been, you've been in, on enough teams that you kind of know off season rhetoric, right? Like talk about the culture is different or we're close as a team. Like sometimes that can just be talk. And right. we heard a lot of stuff like that last, last summer about yeah. it being a different vibe in the summer and more guys doing voluntary workouts and, it, it didn't really translate, right? Um, but I think the differentiating fact, they have a new staff, there'll be some optimism, but I think the amount of competition with the transfers coming in, the quality of the transfers coming in with the quality of the high school freshmen, I think that will make this summer in August a different story than last summer in August. I think that will help elevate um, coaches can only do so much. I think that extra competition and talent will mm-hmm. really help elevate and push along the transition of the program and the transition of the culture and trying to make things happen this fall. I think that transfer class and some of these freshmen coming in, that's where I think that's where it's going to matter. And of course you look at recruiting and you see some of these guys that are hopping on board. So I think that upgrade and talent is what's really going to help push the program forward versus just guys saying, yeah, the culture is different and it's great. And we're all optimistic. The competition's what's really going to push them forward. Yeah, I agree with you uh, 100%. Uh, last season, like I said, you always hear these talks before the season, but I think when you start to hear a lot of off the field noise, uh, you know, that happened last year, you know, that kind of started way back in, in January, uh, you know, where Auburn was all, always in the headlines for other than what's on the field. You know, I think uh, kind of takes you back to a lot of that type of stuff that is the reason we had the season we had last year. Uh, I think coming into this season, it's been a lot of positivity. It's been a lot of, you know, positive noise uh, in the offseason from recruiting to, you know, players buying in. And like you said, the quality guys that we've talked to uh, that's been in the transfer portal that we've gotten uh, as well, I think going to pay a lot of dividends from a leader, from a leadership standpoint, which is what we feel like some of this team was missing a little bit last year and uh, as well. So, you know, I, I think having an SEC coach and coach freeze makes a huge difference. Uh, someone that understands the culture, someone that understand what it takes and understand how important recruiting is. Now uh, this 2024 class is shaping up to be really, really special uh, and everything, which is his really his first real recruiting class. You know, this class, he just got this last year. He had to kind of, dig and dive really quick to put some pieces together but this is his full season uh class and everything so we look forward to it on to victory podcast thank y'all for tuning in thank y'all for listening like i said each and every week we're trying our best to have guys on the show now great co-hosts like justin hokison uh, as well continue to support him watch uh, auburnlive.com and uh like i said we'll keep bringing you the best that we got each and every week stay tuned war eagle see you guys next week